Welcome to Speak As Your Move. This is the Joshua J. Jernigan here with you live, emphasis on live, with my fellow co-host, Derek Roebuck. Good afternoon, everybody. Good evening, maybe. <laughs> evening, but okay. Yeah, I guess okay, afternoon. Okay. Is it not, is it, is it not afternoon? afternoon? It's somewhere in the country. It's, I mean, and it's also before then. If you're in California, it's afternoon. <laughs> well, maybe I am. Maybe I'm on California time. Maybe I uh, am. Patrick, Patrick Collins. Good evening from Albany, Georgia, Eastern <laughs> no Standard. Good morning. <laughs> yeah, no. And Matt Collins. I don't know if it's the night or the day. Don't say, don't say evening. Whatever you do. Yeah, just say good morning. Yeah, you know, good morning. Like, you know. <laughs> for our Chinese <laughs> listeners. Our Chinese yes, listeners. For those of you, Oriental nations. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. At least I know what it looks like outside. When it's dark, it means it's nighttime. But oh, man. Worry. It it does feel like it's 10 o'clock at night. But anyway, um, we are a group of fathers, friends, and followers of Christ hoping to bring you a little uplifting fellowship and real-life con- conversation that glorifies Jesus Christ. Uh, this week's topics are... Well, it's really hunting stories, just in general. Um, and uh, I, I'm excited about this. I, I'm going to take it a couple different directions. Both our our favorite hunting, and then our our basically the bloopers, the blooper reel as well. Um, other than that, neither you nor us know where this is going. Um, we're going to drink some coffee, hang out together, and let's get started and speak as your mood. Mister Patrick, would you lead us off with a word of prayer? Sure will. Heavenly Father, we're thankful to be able to gather. We're thankful, God, for everything that you bless us with. Father, we are grateful for fellowship and friends and most of all our fellowship with you. God, we're thankful that it's just another opportunity to stop and and just come together and and talk with one another and just turn our minds towards you, dear Father, and we pray, God, that that this would in some way help somebody, dear Lord, out there. We we ask your blessing um, on this this uh, radio program, dear God. We ask your blessing on those that listen, Father, and we pray that, that you would just continue to work with us. Lord, teach us, guide us. Pray, Father, for those in our land and country today, dear God. We ask a special blessing on the upcoming election, Lord, may it be done in your will. Father, we want all things to be done in your will. And God, we just ask that you go with us tonight. Lead us, guide us always, and give us what we need. And Lord, we give you all the praise. Amen. All right. Thank you, Brother Patrick. Um, I've got actually two, mm-hmm. two different icebreakers, okay? One that's more like a weird and one's more a thinker, okay? So we're going to start off with the weird, okay? Okay. And I don't think we've done this one. Weirdest food you've ever eaten. Oh, man. Mm. And, weirdest um, food. Weirdest food. Just think of all the things in your life you've ever eaten. Weirdest one, okay? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to my eater because he's probably going to come up with something for me. I'm thinking, Derek. Um, my eater. <laughs> I was like, could it be me? Could it be me? I eat a lot of food. I'm you, know, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Derek, are you, you on here? Derek. Derek? Did we lose you, buddy? Gone. He said he's Oh, on. there I am. Woohoo! There I am. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought you were going to Matt when you said the. Yeah. You going to I, know, I, I, I figured it could. It could be either one, or I go to myself. I'm gonna go to myself. I'm big, big on the food. No, I think uh, I've tried octopus once. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, had the uh, you know the squirrel and the rabbit, and I don't think that that's really weird. I don't think, but it's a uh, um, alligator. There goes mine. Alligator. <laughs> I know he's just he poo pooed the uh, the squirrel. Maybe, maybe, maybe not too many. <laughs> is squirrel really that weird? I didn't think. Well, I mean, a weird one. No, it's what, what's, it's your personal opinion. It don't matter. What, yeah, it's well, definitely well, weird for me. Octopus I mean, is definitely the weirdest. We can't name like you've never had any of this. 
eaten. Yeah, well, I don't know. I've had those candy crickets, but I mean, I've also had, you know, cow's tongue. I mean, you know, there's, <laughs> but those are all pretty normal. <laughs> well, I mean, we are the uh, southeast, you know. Yeah, God's country, so you would think squirrel it's, and and uh, coon and yeah, I mean, thing. you know, that kind of thing is snake unheard of. A little snake. Yeah, Patrick, what you got? Well, I was going to say squirrel, but, you know, now. It's just, it's, <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe, you know. Uh, it's like, hard hard to come I, up with something I like am that. Gonna, I'll stick with squirrel, but it was the way the squirrel was prepared that made it so unusual. <laughs> yes, yes. I had some of the You guys are laughing. So I, I think I, you know where I'm going with this. But once upon a time, well, I, it's still going on. I just don't attend as much as I used to. There is a a motorhome a bus trip to Terry, Mississippi, and for whatever reason, it's always a guy's dynamic. And um, our good brother in Christ, Anthony Petrucci, had obviously shot a squirrel, and he cooked it on the engine block of the motorhome on the way to Terry. It's about a nine-hour drive, eleven-hour drive, give or take. So, um, on the way. So for me, that is far and away the weirdest thing I've ever had is, is, I guess, would that be roasted? No. Anyway, no, it's slow cooked. Squirrel. It was bacon wrapped, <laughs> bacon wrapped in tinfoil, resting on the engine block. And it wasn't just like, hey, we got there, Winnebago. No, it was like, it's, I mean, it's a million dollar motorhome. Like, you're just <laughs> like, big Tear, you're just like, I hope it doesn't tear up the engine or just get caught up in a belt or something. And then you have to explain that, like, what causes this $30,000 repair? Well, you know, Anthony wanted to slow cook a squirrel on the engine block because, you know, the fact that it has a uh, microwave and a stove inside, no, 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 we want the engine block. I mean, <laughs> so it, it well, pulls it off. And it, it, fine dine. You got to go. It yeah, reminded me of like, oh, brother, where art thou? Like, you just like, he's like, gopher, gopher, you know, it's just like squirrel, yeah. squirrel. And, yeah. um, but the, if it was anybody else, I probably would have passed. But because it was Anthony and he is a fantastic cook, I was like, he is a good cook. He is very good. I'm going to have to say yes to your squirrel that was cooked on the engine block. So, yeah, I'm all in. So I, I ate it and it was really good. And then there was some hair on the meat and I was out because I don't do hair on the meat. <laughs> so I know you can pick it off, but if I see a hair or if I see a feather, I'm moving on. So that's just Have you ever had any, 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 any snail or anything? No. That's cargo? No, that's cargo. No, I think so. Oh, Matt, you got anything? Once, but yeah? Didn't take it? Didn't try it. No. no. Mm. Too out. expensive. Okay. No, I've never had it. <laughs> Matt, you got any weird? Yeah, I got like a not so memorable moment. I was kind of just caught up in Uh-oh. the moment, more or less, and just kind of went, <laughs> <laughs> went on instinct. I got pressured into it. Not really. Um, we were at the beach. I don't know if Patrick was down there, um, Atlantic Beach, and Anna with my wife. I don't know. If she, I think we were dating at the time. Maybe that's why I was being so trying to be cool. Not really cool, but anyway. Um, you know those those uh, <laughs> nervous that you're talking about it. Uh, it. It's so nasty. It's so dumb. The uh, <laughs> the 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 sand fleas that are on the beach. Yeah. Yep. Like those little I mean, things I know. that like go into the ground. Yeah, go into the sand. Well, we I caught yeah. we caught one, and I, I don't. Someone said, "Hey, eat it," and I'm like, "Okay." I mean, just didn't even think twice about it, and took a took a half bite of it. Oh, I don't even know if it's edible. I don't even know if people in this the world eats it. It may be somewhere, probably in China or something. Somebody somewhere has ate one before. But it was nasty. Was but, it any good? No. I mean, it was... You got to be careful with that. I mean, some Chinese dude ate a bat and look at us, okay? I mean, I like, just be careful with that kind of stuff, Matt. <laughs> so that's... It was like... It wasn't something that, like, it was prepared or it was, like... Um, supposed you, to be food? Yeah, supposed to be food, exactly. Like, I did a wild game get dinner... Um, in Greensboro, when I was living there at some church, and they had a big, big church, but they had everything like that. They had the alligator, the squirrel, and alligator yeah. was probably the the weirdest thing. Like it was like really tough. Maybe it wasn't cooked well. It was not that. Good it, uh, no, it's like tough chicken. Like yeah, it, it gator tail is just not. Yeah. But I mean, I would say weirdest thing: sand fleas. 
um, realistic thing that I actually chose to eat. Well, I chose both of them, but it was like actually prepared was the, the gator. So yeah. I don't really care for the gator, but nonetheless. Oh, I love gator. And I, I didn't think about the unprepared. I had gator last week, actually. Oh, unprepared. Uh, really? What did you get, Derek? Unprepared. You eat you remember, y'all remember too? eating um, sour leaf? I used to call it sour leaf. Yeah. It was leaves on a branch, and you could yeah. roll them up and bite them, and it was like a, like a sour juice. Uh-huh. I guess you didn't eat it. You just kind of drank the juices and spit the leaf out. But I remember that back in the day in, Ra- in the Raleigh That days. sounds like the prequel to tobacco dairy. That's <laughs> <laughs> a gateway like, leaf. You know, you, <laughs> you roll it up, you, know, you, you roll, ride it. <laughs> yeah, or or you can just like take the leaves and just kind of shred them and stick them in no. your jaw a little bit. On yeah, the right I, I, side. I tuck them in the in the front of my tooth, you know, right there in the bottom of my lip. And, and we don't. And I, take, I take a Mountain Dew <laughs> bottle and I just kind of spit into it with, throughout the day. Why is why is the Mountain that? Dew bottle the chosen bottle for dipping? I don't like, know. Maybe like, literally like, the last four people I've seen that that have had dip in their mouth, it's a Mountain Dew bottle they're spitting in. I think it's it must like, be because it's colored. I don't know. That's it, yeah, I, maybe I, it is. I mean, maybe. Yeah, or maybe yeah. that's just the type of people that. <laughs> no, I mean, it was like the, the they have clear ones, that but it's just like even more maybe, disgusting uh, if you're like I'm you're doomed. looking at the brown stuff, you know? It's yeah, nasty. maybe because it's so, green. It's not as nasty. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm thinking. eats tobacco leaves. Yeah, prequel to them. We don't associate with you and Raleigh, Derek. We don't condemn those. Oh, man. That's what they used to do it. That's what, that's, that's what got it. Yeah. That was the Raleigh days, days, man. I know. I know. Yeah. That's why he kicked him out of the club. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, cool kids club. <laughs> yeah, man. Kidding. We're kidding, listeners. Yeah, we love the kid. That's what got me. Me, I mean... Going last, it's not. I mean, you know, the gator. I, I thought the squirrel. Patrick got the. I forgot Patrick was on that. We we do miss you on that trip. It keeps on getting um more and more essential. We have a a, a crowd, uh, a church crowd that's in um here in Mississippi where he's talking about, and they have taken a pretty hard hit on their crowd with regards to people passing away. Um, and brother Denny just passed away. Um, Beach. And he was real active, and then of course, Mr. Um, Mr. Billy. And so, you know, it, every time we come, I mean, that is like the deal. Like they're so jacked up. They, you know, the smallest crowd probably, or one of the smallest crowds, but they get to feed you after every church service and just loving it uh, every it's second. The Swedish people. They are. They really are. So, um, so I don't. I, I. But I don't. I mean, the squirrel, the gator. Um, I was convinced one morning I woke up and I got a spider in my mouth. Um, yeah, but that wasn't intentional, so I don't think it counts. I've done the octopus, done the wild game, kudu, black buck, goose buck, that kind of stuff. Um, so I've never had anything real weird. Um, no sand fleas. No sand fleas. <laughs> um, I have had some fish eggs. Oh, man. Right. Um, sand fleas. No, they're just like kind of salty and they pop in your mouth and it kind of grosses you out that you're eating the caviar. You're like, what, what, why? Yeah. So it was, it was more of a, hey, the, I'm going to try caviar one time, you know? Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but just to kind of say, I mean, I mean, I like crab eggs. Don't you guys like crab eggs? Crab legs. Crab eggs. Crab legs. I've never had crab eggs. I've never had eggs. I, I doubt that. You think so? Um, have you ever had uh, she crab soup? <laughs> Why is it called uh, she crab soup, not he crab soup? It's because of the roe, aka the eggs. Come on, guys! Oh, you love crab eggs. Gotcha. Uh huh. Uh huh. She crab. The little like orangey dots in the soup. Mm-hmm. So DK what? talked me into anyway. eating the uh, like. Like I don't know what they're called, but if you if you if you've ever had a crab and you crack them open, it's like that. Oh, that, well, he called them the devil's fingers, and it, uh, maybe the lid. Uh-uh. I don't know. Uh uh-uh. uh. But yeah, he, on the sides, like, the, the lungs. Yep, yep. They're gray. Yeah, the, 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 uh-huh. the filament. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> and he well, what he did, what he did was he ate like he grabbed a big old and you, everybody knows DK. No, he could eat anything. And um, he he just grabbed him like without hesitation, and just popped mm. him in his mouth. And he's like, mm, "She can take delicacy," just like that. <laughs> that I'm like, "No, 
And so me being a young teenager and looking up to him thought, I want to be a shaky figure too. So I got to eat the delicacy. And so I did the exact same thing. I nearly vomited all over that kitchen table. It's disgusting. That's disgusting. I don't know how he did it. Oh, let me tell you all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that man can eat anything. Anything. For all oysters. Let me, we need a segment <laughs> on DK stories, but there's, let me, on that same note about eating food really quick. Well, it's kind of mixed in with hunting, but, but, um, we got, Josh, give me two seconds here. They, uh, you're good. So we, me and, um, friend of ours, well, we hadn't seen him in a while. We do, I dearly miss him. Joey T went hunting in Shinkatig. It's been a while. And um, DK, same guy Pat was talking about, made us like some dinner. It, I think it was like duck and dumplings. And I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And it was decent. It wasn't it was the best. So we kind of ate a little bit to pass it. And then we, me and Joey had to go do something. I don't know. So we left, left the house and went back. And we were like, hey, man, I'm hungry. You're hungry. So we went in and rolled into the McDonald's, which is like the only fast food restaurant on the island. Got a couple of cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what it was. We went to pick him up a um, um, uh, ice cream cone, and and we were still hungry, so we rolled because the the duck and dumplings were not that good. And came back, and he's like, he's like, y'all y'all get y'all get some cheeseburgers too, my chance. And like just like completely, I don't know where he picked it up. One of we saw a package or what, and uh, we just kind of like just called out on just it. Just like, oh, here's your ice cream cone, and just walked away. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we didn't really eat a lot of your food. We stuffed ourselves <laughs> on a couple dollar cheeseburgers. <laughs> Man, was on a hunt trip. Yep. Anyway, so that was uh, mm, yeah, it's been we, a while. But yeah, we all had the duck and the the quail or the dove and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, there's a reason why I like chicken and beef are such hot sellers, you know, mm-hmm. they, they really are. Although I, I do recommend, I do recommend gator though. Highly recommend gator. Octopus? Gator yeah. tail. Gator, it, uh, it gator tastes tail. Like fish Alligator tail. And it depends on how you Octopus? have it, have it done. Yeah. Like, like it, even fried, it's still too chewy for me. Like, I don't know. Ugh, I'm just yeah. not a, I mean, whenever like the whole octopus squid that class, whenever you're fishing with it, and then like, oh, we're gonna try to eat it now, like, nah. But and I'll I'll eat some stuff. I mean, like whenever we get a, a tuna or something on the, or even mahi on the boat, um, when we're in Costa Rica, they'll go ahead and chop up uh, and some of it and put it out with a little bit of wasabi and a soy, and have um, mm-hmm. a little sushi. Fresh sushi. Said. Oh yeah, like fresh, fresh, fresh. So, but um. Well, good deal. I, the other one, and we don't have to do this, but the other one, I was just kind of thinking, um, real quick, if you could change places with anyone in the world, who would it be? Oh, sure again. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Uh, uh, yeah, that's why I set that up. You know, I wanted to feel better about myself. So, you know, just like, hopefully somebody says me. Uh, <laughs> no. You, you got you got anybody? I mean, like man, I anybody really in the world? Know. Like are we because and this this is right now. You you can't go in the past or nothing like that. You know, like change places with Paul Apostle or anything like that. Like no, it's right now. If you could change places with anybody, who would it be? Or I mean, or not? I mean, like and, and, and I guess the 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 politically correct answer is say, oh no, I have the best life in the world and I wouldn't change it for anything. Yes, but if you had to pick one person it's sort of like whenever you have to trade cards and in, in crazy uno that you have to pick one person even though you'd rather you keep your uno one. card yeah yeah hmm. i don't know i mean literally i really truly can't think of anybody off the top of my head i mean i'm you know <laughs> probably quite, DK. quite content I'll, I'll go- I'll go I'll go first. I can go first. He's got somebody. Yeah, maybe somebody else kind of sparks some interest. My wife. Oh. I was gonna say huh? that, but that's kinda of huh? like Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We still, I still have the same kids and then I'd be married to me. I mean it's like the best anyway. No. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, and then my wife's yeah. downstairs, well, I mean, like, whipping some yeah. kids and doing dishes. I'm like, eh. ah, Derek, I would, I would be you. Out of the two, like, if I had to pick between the two of y'all, I definitely would be you. Yes. <laughs> Let's see. I am a little surprised that really? nobody, we're talking about hunting, and nobody said Bill Robertson. I thought that would be a 
pretty quick one. That Everybody would, yeah. would jump on that bandwagon. I just there's too much um, facial hair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, mm. So you have to literally take their place. Like you got to. It's like for real. Like yeah, they're light and everything. Like you don't freaky Friday stuff here. Yeah, like you wake up, you're that person. You can't, yeah, like Jeff Bezos. Oh Bayos. man, <laughs> just kidding. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't want to run a multi-billion-dollar company, though. Um, I'm okay with that man, part. I don't know. But... <laughs> you can have mm-hmm. that. Um, um, I don't know. I mean, that's a that's a real tough one. So, yeah. there is a guy that I watch on YouTube a lot, a guy named Paul Washer. He's a preacher, and he runs a, um international mission. And that mm-hmm. would be a cool, just a cool kind of switch places. Just because I can't imagine the – it would just be neat to kind of just see, you know, just because he's dealing with, with people all over the world trying to help them preach the gospel and all all these different countries. And it's just – I just feel like that that would be cool to just be able to step in and see all of that, you know, from his point of view, that mm-hmm. worldview scope of, of, um, I guess Christianity and missions and all that, that would be really cool. That would be really cool. So I'll just, I'll just say that because that's what popped in my head. Probably cause I was yeah. watching the YouTube video today, but anyway. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if I, if I didn't pick my wife, it, it, I would like to have somebody that had a lot of resources that I feel like it's not like, not that I idolize that person, but I don't feel like they're util, utilizing it to their, the full advantage, you know? Um, yeah, that's like, true. I mean, like, you know, I try to think of what I would do um, with like Bill Gates money, you know, and it would not be the same thing or Jeff Bezos money or anything like that. You know, like mm-hmm. if I had 190 billion, gracious, I mean, what, what could I do for the gospel with that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you could, you know, build a, you know, a Christian, I mean, like a, a sanctified Disney world, you know I mean? You could do all kinds of stuff with it, you know? I mean, like just not, you would have to figure out, but yeah, like that's just, unfathomable so you could have that but then still have my priorities and my family and everything you know and be able to utilize it mm-hmm. that way um i mean just imagine like even you know elder care you know like the the good that we do with our nursing home that is run down in georgia if you could do that for i mean you could you could basically have all the old people in the state of georgia with that kind of money mm-hmm. you know and and have an influence on their end of life and and really make some impact on some lives so i don't know just that was my thought process like not that say not that i want to be a a a jeff bezos or bill gates or anybody it's just what could i do with that money Mm -hmm. and you know and and really put it put it a lot better use than what they're what i feel they're doing um not that i think we should always be able to pick what other people should do with their money i'm not a socialist Yeah. So, uh, anyway. although that would be really kind of neat too, though, talking about you know stepping somebody else's shoes, to be mm-hmm. like a Joe Biden for the day, or someone who like someone who probably maybe he's a bad example, but someone who just doesn't have, I mean, within reason. I don't want to like you know be an Islamic terrorist, but someone who right. who has a completely different worldview as I do. I mean, yeah. like just totally, totally different. Um, and just like walk in their shoes for a day and just see how different, just how different the world, I mean, just how different things are. I think you would, it'd be a life changing experience. That would be pretty neat. If you do that, figure out if he did know about Hunter. Okay. Just, just figure that out for me. If he did, (laughs) did you really talk, did you not talk to your son whenever he's introducing these people? Like, who are these people? Like, did you really not ask him about his business dealings? Okay. And are you the big man or the big guy? Are you the big guy? I mean, come on. I, I have some questions for Joe myself. Like, uh, 10 for the big guy. Is that you or is that some other big guy? Like, is he literally big? Like, I, I just, is I don't there know another guy? About <laughs> is there another guy who's abnormally large or is he just talking about you because you were the vice president at the time? Like, I mean, what, which one are we doing here? So, all right. Well, hunting stories, guys. Hunting stories. Let's do it. Um, let's start off with. I would say like a, a hunting blooper slash worst hunting story, and also tell me when your 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 favorite hunting story. So there's there's two hunting stories I want to hear from you. Um, 
And I don't, I don't really care who goes first, but I just want, I, you know, whoever's got it more on top of their head, just go ahead while the other person thinks. I don't know if you guys, we all got bloopers. That's for sure. You got bloopers. <laughs> Some of us have enjoyed all of the awful bloopers together. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead, Patrick. Tell us, tell us some. I actually, yeah, I don't, I don't mean to leave you out, Josh. So please don't feel like you're being left out. No, no, that's but fine. It I know that I have not hunted with you guys. I don't it, think it literally I've ever is with you one guys. of the worst hunting experiences I can ever imagine, and it just happened yeah. to include all three of us. And, Derek and that's okay. Probably already, I don't I like the. I don't like. It was Derek's uh, first hunting, hunting experiences, so. No, I just oh, I didn't yeah, want you to feel like we were. I was saying <laughs> no, just fine. literally the. It was the first thing that popped in my mind, so I just didn't want you to feel like I was leaving you out. No, but, you're good. Let us. So let's hear. we we hunt in North. I'll keep it brief. Hunt in North Carolina. So that right there knows that we mm. set ourselves up for yeah. failure. Um, and it's old spot we'd scouted, and it was a long walk. I mean, it had to be. It was well over 750 yard walk, which. Doesn't sound like much when you say it, but when you talk about carrying, packing in all your gear, duck hunting, by the way. So mm. we're talking decoys. We're talking, you're wearing big, heavy waders. You're, you know, you got your gun, you got bottle. your bag. Yes. And so then this is where it gets worse. It was an old dried lake bottom where where the, the little, um, basically the channel still had water in it. So all the birds... There was no water, so all the birds were using that that little channel, that access. Just I don't know what they're using it for, but so that night Derek's coming to town. He's driving down. Matt and I had just gotten done scouting. Our little brother was with Grant, and we were we were psyched, um, excited, ducks everywhere. Telling Derek we're about to hammer him. You know we're gonna get our limit in less than an hour. It's go time. So we get there the next morning, we pack in and we walk across the lake bottom and it's just muddy, like just nasty slop, quicksand mud. I mean, it was mm. awful and we waited and it, it was hot and exhausting. We didn't bring any water and we get there and no birds. No birds. I mean, and when I mean no, I mean not one I think there may have been some Tweety birds yeah, that flew by, which we debated on. That's, it was you, you know things are, have gone to a dismal point when you're contemplating killing Tweeties. Um, so I don't know how long we waited. We waited till our bellies were hungry, and we waited till we stopped sweating. We packed it back in and waited back. I felt so bad for Derek because he drove down from Norfolk. It was an it was a skunk of the worst kind. Um, oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, so that that's definitely on my on my top. I mean, I, we got more. I got plenty. We lost the motor at the boat ramp at four a.m. Uh, skunked. Uh, lost my gun. Ticketed by the game warden. I mean, we could. I could roll, man. So mm. that, yeah, that was pretty. Awesome. That was pretty bad. How about that? Uh, Main memories. Then. Worst worst one to, that I can recollect. Worse than the first one I ever went on was when me and Patrick hiked out in the marsh it was as a crow flies it was over a mile good gracious i think it was a mile and a half we hiked through the marsh to this quote-unquote honey hole um of a little (laughs) pond off in a peninsula that's surrounded by a river and it was real nasty outside we're like oh the ducks ain't gonna be on this river it's too nasty they're gonna be back here in this hole and we hiked and it took us forever to get out there we set up no birds like the whole way back and it was like 10 o'clock when we got back and we were just like half naked by the time we got it back we were just completely soaked with sweat it's cold outside and we take a nap in the truck like we just get to the truck crank the ac get down into our gym shorts and just lean the lean, we just lean the chairs back and we take a nap and we just pass out and then we wake up and we go to bojangles for of course the only thing that makes a hunt any like any any better is the bojangles breakfast afterwards and then i think we went back out and hunted on the river uh layout hunted on the river and we fell asleep in the layout blind and just basically slept the whole day on the side of this river. <laughs> it was productive. It was like, why in the world do we do that? Every time I cross that bridge, I think about that. I'm like, that was the stupidest thing we have ever done in our life. 
because it's too far to scout. Like it's way it's way too far to even walk out there to scout and see if there's any birds. It was a total shot in the dark. But it's like, well, they weren't there, and it's like they could have been there any other day. And it's like, there's no chance we're going back. It's like, no way. Like it's never gonna happen again. Where only way I'm getting back mm-hmm. there is with a helicopter. It's on Ragged Island, right there on the James. But, of course. The James. Yes, Let's just walk the bank for a couple buffies. Man. Man, that's a good one. Me, you, and Joey. Um always in like thinking. the 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 <laughs> the, the uh, ten foot uh um the John Boat Falls P row, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the trailer motor. Yeah. And it's like it's like two, three foot chop. <laughs> we're gonna sink this thing. I was oh, like, yeah. how are we ever Me and Joey literally we were we I measured it. I it was I was the width of two fingers was how far the boat was from being was how far the boat was sticking out of the water when me and Joey went oh. on a trip up river with a trolling motor and I don't even I, the every hunt oh, ends I with forgot. and there were no rem- birds. I was gonna That's tell, what every hunt ends with. I was gonna talk know. about the Roanoke River one. I just thought about oh, the yeah. Roanoke. Yeah. Oh man, that was awful. That would have been that was one. That one was worse. If you had asked what's the best hunting story, we would have none. But if you had the worst hunting story, we're gonna go on forever. So that was we're gonna take the worst side, and then we'll let Journey take the best. Journey's got the best hunt. Journey's killed more ducks in Canada in one year than I've killed all my life. Journey kills more ducks in a week than we shoot a season. More ducks in a day. Man, you guys make me feel really bad for you, man. Yeah, wow. we uh, that was the oh, where we hunted the Roanoke River. It was me, you, and Derek, and we actually killed a bunch of ducks. We limited out. We killed ducks. Mm-hmm. It was just like I don't know how we didn't drown getting. There. I didn't think we shot. A, we issued a three man limit though. Oh, I don't close. think we made a three was, man limit. I have to pull we, think, we got in double figures though. Okay, I thought we yeah. Were but yeah, we got in double. We figures. did. We did camp out in their parents' conversion van at the boat ramp. <laughs> You know, slept for like twelve seconds and froze our tushies off, and then you we get in. Yeah, you were freshly married. You were fired up. You just Dude, got married, and you were more excited to hang out with us in the in, in the van and watch. Uh, don't watch take DVDs. it that, that bad hunting trips are no fun because they're a blast. Uh, you know, is a reason I do it and kill no birds and still do it every year. Um, but it's you no, know, of course, and my trolling motor was broke. We had a backup trolling motor, got it working. Patrick kicking it in the kayak up river and we're in the boat with all the decoys and then we get Let like just 10 interject. feet away from the spot. Second time I made this paddle. Just interject. Yeah. Mile up river. Yeah, I had paddled the night before scouting up river. A mile paddle, by the way. I was in a little better shape back One, then. two, three, okay, four, sorry, five, Jesus. six, seven, eight, Go nine, back. Well, no, 11, and didn't Two-man limit, so we were short six ducks. I just pulled up the picture. This is 2011. Good night. 2011. Nine years ago. No, but that was the thing. And there was like a boat coming. And I don't know what we were thinking because we were like, hey, Patrick, we've got him on the radio or called him. Paddle faster. There's a boat coming. Paddle faster. We hear banjo music. (laughs) I'm I'm thinking like uh, now looking back, like how's he going to get just wrong? And uh, I don't know what what we used the trolling motors, like all the battery power we could. And I think we got back to the boat ramp in the afternoon, like – we had to. The guy we, was like, we had to rely on current. Yeah, the guy was like, "Man, I'm surprised y'all didn't die." I'm like, "Yeah, me too." I mean, in the yeah, dirt. <laughs> no wake zone. <laughs> you remember that one guy too? When we hunted, um, I think Patrick was with us and Grant North River or something like that. When that that bear hunter guy came out of nowhere and talked to me. <laughs> yeah. And so there's this guy. I don't. I guess he was he was duck cutting too. And he was like, y'all got your pistol? I'm like, no, I got my shotgun. I mean, hunting ducks. He's like, well, there's there's bears out here. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, I'll whack them. He goes, he goes, no. He goes, no, you can't whack them. I'm like, I'm like so you're me, no, I can't whack them. If a bear comes up on my face, I can't shoot you. Sorry, going to ball me. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna fire away and, and figure and, and, and figure out the consequences later. No, can't whack no. <laughs> I would kill this bear that's about to maul my face off, but the random guy in the woods told me that I can't shoot him, so <laughs> I'm not going to. He also the other one they oh, fixed fixing the sleigh. Were you with this one? I don't know where that was you at. Bold fixing the sleigh. Uh, journey? That was a campground. Oh, well. 
I'm trying to figure out like your your guys' worst also sound like the best. You know That's what I'm saying? That's the thing. Like, <laughs> it's it's like, success in duck hunting is all a relative term. Okay, it's not always about the sleigh. It's about enjoying the wildlife with your peers. Yeah, at some point, no, you got to kill something. <laughs> Eventually, yeah, I mean, kill that, that's kill like something. you can go on a, a bird watching tour as well. I mean, like, you well, you're not like <laughs> you're not aiming to kill on a bird watching tour. Like we, we always have high hopes, but we just always fall okay. short. Yeah, but it's still fun when you do it. Oh, no, and you embrace it. Yeah, yeah, we embrace our public well, the, the, the public slogan hunt. was "There's always breakfast." I mean, that oh, was yeah. like we if there was should, no if there was no bojangles, then there's I mean, all, all of our breakfast. hunting spots are close to bojangles. <laughs> we killed ducks, not all the time, but we killed them. I guess that's what you get with the public land versus like, I mean, yeah. I guess if you spend the time and scout it, which when you do, it pays off. It does. Yeah, I, I found. <laughs> what about you, right. what about you, Journey? Have you got yeah, any worst right, stories? So, <laughs> Journey's got right. stories. Yeah, my my worst one is we only killed fourteen <laughs> pintails in Saskatchewan. It, we, yeah, it, it was, was like only, it was only weak, two man. teal. I mean, it was. We had to wake up right. at four o'clock in the morning. It was so early, <laughs> and then like, all right. So we actually we don't do like the the concierge like where they have everything set up for you. We do set everything up and stuff. Um, the guide will go out, which he's from Arkansas, drives up there every year. Um, and we've been friends with him for ever. And uh, he um, he brings all the ground, he brings everything from Arkansas in a, like a caravan trailer that he's made himself. Um, and uh, he'll go out and scout the, the afternoon before. And get, I mean, he has, he knows different farmers and knows where he can hunt and where they've already harvested and that kind of stuff. And where they like traded off trucks and there's, you know different i don't even know what all is grown up there but like soybean kind of things but they're not soybeans they're whatever they make canola oil out of um anyway they they've got a bunch of those and and we'll we'll hunt but y'all make me very i I mean like i miss out the camaraderie but i've never hunted in north or south carolina um for ducks if you're talking duck hunting um and just it it just happened i wasn't a duck hunter and then my father-in-law invited me on a duck hunting trip um that our company went on mm-hmm. and i loved it up there and you know we limited out <laughs> and you know about uh i mean like first morning i think it took us like like uh like 20 minutes or something and like oh man it got like so like that was i mean it, it, we've had worse years but like that first year like my um my my wife's uncle who was also my boss uh jerry collins he, uh, you know, famously known for just kind of making these comments or whatever. And he goes, well, if I'd known we were going to shoot him that quick, I wouldn't have come out here and set all this up. Because we literally set up, like, the decoys and everything. It took us longer than, like, shooting the clouds of ducks that came flying in. Um, but but I I don't know. Let's see. My, my worst one, and I'm going to, you know, this is really the worst, like, is whenever you don't hit what you're trying to hit whenever you're deer hunting. Um, and it, it got worse. Like, it was, I went, I was in Texas last year, and it was right before the Mississippi Feast Meeting um, revival that we have. And I, I was, you know, planned it out. I'm going to fly out early so I can get back and then help drive the bus to Mississippi. I have everything planned. And then um, it's the last day I'm out there, and it's a nice, like, 155 inch deer comes out get it in my size 18 yards i draw back my bow and i'm sitting there and i'm coming down on it i'm like you take a shot because you take a shot and if, right when i released the, the deer that we're in a ground blind didn't see came around the blind lifted his head up i shoot him in the nose with my my, my bow and arrow <laughs> and like <laughs> i mean and this place like if you draw blood or anything like like it's yours like you got to pay for it right and they they aren't cheap either and I, so i see the biggest buck i've ever seen and i've never shot a buck like we we have a hunting land here and i'm always i just shoot does when i'm there because they, they you know, this buck we want to take and this buck wasn't the right buck and this buck we've been watching also i just shoot does when i'm down there so i've never killed a buck in my life my first buck was going to be like 155 inch texas whitetail all right so jacked up and instead, like seriously, and the guy in uh, my my hunting guy looks at me and goes, "What just happened?" Like I'm so mad, 
like he he runs off and it doesn't shoot through the nose. It just pierces his nose and it's out either side. You know, like those, those things you put on your head. Make sure nose your head. <laughs> oh man, it was like it just straight it just stuck out. And it's got a lighted knock on it too. So he just runs off, just choo choo choo. And my my dear actually was going for unscathed. But guess what? That means I just bought this deer that was probably like a I don't know, an eighty inch or something. Deer um <laughs> eight point. I, you just buy it. Yeah, that's yours, buddy. A bit except, except you don't have them. You're feeling bad for them. I don't like anything to suffer. So we spend hours after that oh. trying to find this deer that is running around. With, I mean, because like he's not going to eat. He, he can probably get infected. All this kind of stuff. Crazy. It gets worse, guys. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm sunk. Like, you can't go shoot another deer now. You just bought this one, right? And so I'm like, man, well, that's it for this trip. Well, we'll sit at the same place just by half the chance it comes out. We sit there that night, and he goes, you're not going to believe this. There it is. And I look, and sure enough, this deer has a hole in his head, okay? Just eating like it didn't have a headache or anything. And I'm like, but I, I thought I shot a little further forward than that. He goes, no, that, that is, I see the hole. I see it on both sides of his head. Um, that's your deer. And I'm like, I'm amazed he came out. And he's like, all right, well, go ahead and take it. I mean, I, I shoot it. I mean, smoke it. It didn't make it to the edge of the field. It drops. You know, get pictures with it. It's, you know, yay. It's my first buck, okay, <laughs> in my life. <laughs> so I'm getting it mounted, you know, that kind of stuff. Yay. I fly, I go to San Antonio that night. I see the Alamo. I had never seen that, but that was decent. But then um, I fly back. I'm driving. I get, uh, I'm about to, on the other side of Atlanta, um, driving the bus. Um, I think there was 10 of us or whatever. Get a phone call. Hey, um. Do you uh, what kind of what color knocks were you? I'm like, I think they were like a neon yellow and white. Oh, well, we found your deer. Yeah, he's still running around out there. (laughs) 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 So I had to, but I just, so I had to shoot that other deer because y'all said I already bought it. Like, so that's the deer I took. I didn't even have any business shooting that deer. I didn't want that deer. But now that's the deer that's going to be on my wall because it's some reason it had a hole in the side of its head on the same day that I shot one in the head. So, I, I mean, like, the whole, the whole, it just was a bad experience. And, of course, that came up again when we drove to Texas like three weeks ago. Uh-huh. And we had to bring that up and talk about it, which is always fun. Like, I, that whole, the whole experience was just terrible. I, I would not, on the I would whole, not. It was a bad experience. Yes, like. Ten, <laughs> zero out of ten would not recommend. Okay, <laughs> like I mean, it happens so quick. Too. I pull the, I pull my release, and then that deer just goes doop. Like, like what's going on? And just thunk right in the. I mean, I I asked them if they ever saw that again. They said they never saw it because I, I figured it would break it off somewhere. But anyway, so now I still don't have that deer back. But whenever you do see a buck on my wall, you're like, oh, there's the one that. Well, that's the one that Josh didn't ever shoot until he said it was the guy, the one that he shot with the. It, yeah, but that's my deer. That's you my should first stick an arrow through his my nose. life. I, it, well, and it, the thing is, the hole <laughs> of this one was like back by his, the back of his jaw. It wasn't even where I shot it. But I'm like, maybe in the, and you know, I was all nervous and stuff. Maybe I didn't really shoot that far forward. I, I I'm just gonna go with what my God's telling me to do. And yeah, but they did assure me that they wouldn't charge me for that other deer that still had his arrow in it since they had me take that. They, they didn't charge me for two deer. So that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Since they were going to, anyway, that was, that was just terrible. My, um, in two seconds, my, my best, my best hunting story was Africa shooting a black mamba. That's my favorite one. That's the one I'm, you I'm, shot Kobe? I, I'm I did. <laughs> I did. You thought it was a helicopter? Nope. <laughs> Beat it to <laughs> oh. Kobe killer. Kobe jerks. Uh, Kobe. So that was so wait, that was my like, favorite literally shot. This, surely, like it's not literally the snake though. I mean, there's got to is there's like another species, or you like literally shot a snake? Okay. I'm okay. So I'll tell you. I'll tell. You. Oh no, yeah. I shot a snake. All right, so we're at the whole. Okay, I'm just making sure that, like, it, yeah, it was. We're it talking was, about hunting snakes. Snake. Okay. Yeah, well, okay, I wasn't gotcha. hunting snakes. I was hunting the Gimsbuck. Um, and so we're at a, a great water hole, and we're in this ground blind. And all of a sudden, my guide 
um, or the PH as they call them over there. They goes, oh, look over there. And I'm like, let's, but I didn't even see anything. And in the mud, the, like a 10 foot black mama stink, but it was probably 30 yards away. And he, right, he grabs his gun. He's like, he goes, I, I got to take, if it lives, if it, if you see one, that means it lives near that blind. Hmm. And he's like, I'm not coming back to this blind knowing that it lives there because it will curl up in there. And the reason they don't wear snake boots is because when they strike, they strike your midsection. So it's not going to help you with snake boots. Sorry. So he goes, crazy. you know, and we're, we're two hours from medical care and it'll kill you in about an hour and a half. So he just, he says, you know, I'm going to shoot it. And I'm like, well, if, if you don't mind, so we don't ruin our hunt. Cause I mean, once you shoot off a gun, like nothing's coming in, you know? And, um, I go, well, can I try to get it with my bow? Because I've got, I got a field little judo point. Um, and he goes, well, okay. You know, but then he's going to shoot it if I miss. And it was, luckily, it was climbing up a tree at that point. Didn't know they climbed trees. They climbed trees. And he says, aim for mm-hmm. a vertical spot, like where it goes from branch to branch. And we were probably um, 18 yards away or so. And um, he said, aim for that vertical spot. And I did popped him i didn't know how good i'd hit him i knew i hit him good enough for him to fall out of the tree and was like whipping around and stuff but i wasn't gonna go check it out you know like hey I, you know did i kill him what so we just left him there and then i uh, went back to our blind and he said we'll go check it in a little bit but he 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 was able to see where i guess the, the snake lived um where his den was or whatever and whatever you call it and um about 45 minutes later a field hand came by they were putting out some hay and stuff and saw it and got jacked up, ran over to it and lifted it up. He's like, oh, you know, and they start Africans or whatever um, speaking. And um, he was so jacked up, like, that they, they asked if they could have it because they make soup out of it and stuff. Like, you can't export them. And it's illegal for you to, like, go actively hunt them. But you can kill them, like, if they're around where you're, you know, I mean, like, if he comes around your house or something like that or where you're hunting or whatever, you can kill it then. But you still can't. I couldn't get it, you know, mounted or stuffed or, or exported at all or the skin or anything because they're, they're still protected. Um, so that's something that, like, nobody else will probably have, like, where they killed one, you know? So that's my that's my favorite hunting story because, like, it's not like, oh, well, let me tell you about my Black Mamba hunting story. Like, nobody has one of those. So that, that's my favorite one. Pretty wild. Yeah. Did you ever kill, like, a giraffe or anything over there? No, it didn't. My coworker killed a giraffe. I'm not a big giraffe killer. Like, I, I'd sit in there and I'd make little Snapchats and then write Toys R Us, you know, beside it because it just reminds me of the whole family, you know. Um, Geoffrey. I know it's Jeffrey, <laughs> but it's spelled weird. Um, and so, like, I, I, I wouldn't have, I, I didn't get anything like that. Now, um, I get, I did do a, uh, a warthog, even though it was Puma and um, Lion King. Um, I did get a warthog. But uh, nothing, nothing really weird. All just uh, planes game mostly. Yeah, your Canada so. trip's probably like, like, probably top of this for every duck hunter, I would think. Well, yeah, I, I, I really wish like y'all would go with me sometime. Like, we'll, we'll have to figure out a way to make that happen, especially before um, Dennis retires, because he does it different than some of the other. Ones. Some of the other ones are like full spread. Da, da, da. This you still you're sweating like crazy. You're doing all the work setting out, you know, hundreds of bags or whatever, especially when we go for snow geese, just don't, uh, that don't waste your time. Like they're crazy smart. And like you set up bags for hours, all just have them all fly over because they're, they know you're laying there. <laughs> so, <laughs> we had a time of, of like, like whatever it actually snowed up there. Cause then they're not quite as smart, you know? Um, but they're, their eyesight and everything. They just, they stay way on up there. Um, you can get some Canadian geese, and then, of course, all the ducks, but the, the snow geese are just, mm. so. Yeah, I want to anyway, do a, um, I want to do that or, like, do a North Dakota, South Dakota area. I mean, I've talked yeah. for a while, like, freelance it. Just kind of yeah. things. Well, I mean, and, and we've, we've done it, like, to where it's not like you're going to a lodge. I mean, we go to a podunk town um, called Gravelberg. Mm-hmm. We stay with the mayor of Gravelberg in her own little bed and breakfast. We used to stay in this little inn that was owned by some Orientals, but they... It, was, it just got worse and worse. But, like, you're bringing – I mean, they, they all love the fact you're there. Most of them love the fact you're there because you're bringing in money that they would not see otherwise because it's not a tour spot at all. And you actually feel feel bad for a struggling little prairie town um, every time you go. But you make a lot of friends and that kind of stuff. And 
um, it's it's nice to go back. Like last last year, I went and I made a big effort to go because I promised them I'd go, and I spent more time in the airport and the airplanes traveling. Matt, you remember when I took the uh, the de- your decoy yeah. up there? Yeah, boy George up there. It because I wanted to go to between between revival feast meeting. Um, and in order to do that, I couldn't fly up there when they flew up there on Friday or whatever. And so I flew up Sunday afternoon out of Atlanta and then I had to go like through Toronto, then there. And then two days later I had to come back, I think for William's birthday or something. I don't I forget what it was, but I had to be back. So I had a day and a half of hunting and two full days of, of flights. So coming back, I had to come through New York city. And um, and then all everything was delayed, and it was just the flying was the hard. I mean, like getting there and back is the worst part. But yeah, it is. It is with the freelancing, you have to dedicate a lot of time, a lot of days, extra days to scout. You're the way. You're yeah, doing I mean, he awesome. does the way you're doing. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He he already he goes up there a month early, scouts it all out. He has all the the land plats, knows who owns what, who what permissions he needs to get, and all that kind of stuff, and then. I mean, and then we get to go out a little bit ourselves in the afternoon. Like, we'll we'll scout some potholes and we'll just have fun, especially if we haven't got our limit, you know. Like, if, if by chance we're, like, four short or something, um, a few of us will just go back out because we just want to, you know. Um, so. Yeah. But they also have, like, a, um, what do they call them? Canadian grouse, uh, the, the hens. Um, you, can, you can go try to find them in the hedgerows. Um, and it, that's, that's a pretty fun hunt in the afternoons and stuff, trying to flesh out those, um, prairie hens or whatever they're called. I don't know what they're called. We also went badger hunting while we were up there, found a badger. Although I'm now convinced it might've been a skunk because, uh, <laughs> it's over. Like, and so me and no, I, like, we were so badger. bored. It was a slow morning and we we're like, Oh, it went through this little drainage culvert. Let's, let's go. Me and Dean like kind of snuck up to it and that kind of stuff. He's like. Well, one of us got to chase it out the other way, you know? And I was like, well, you stand down here and I'll shoot in this <laughs> drainage culvert. <Like, laughs> it was probably like 20 foot long drainage culvert, like um, one of those big, you know, maybe two foot around pipes or whatever all the way down. You couldn't see through it, but you knew that it went out the other side and he was on the other end. But then when I shot, like somehow like the skunk smell, like I don't know if I killed it or what inside, but like. It, it, Dean got covered by it, and he had to wash all his clothes. It was, but I'm still Ooh. convinced it was probably a badger. So yeah. there's a reason why women live longer than men. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't like a, I mean, like we weren't like it wasn't, it wasn't like at an angle to where I could have hit him with it. No, I it know. was just I was gonna flush him out. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, that's that's good. That's good. I need it. We'll have to duck hunt together, guys. Preferably not in North Carolina, from what it sounds like, but. Um, yeah. you know, uh, we can't tell uh, where we kill all our ducks, Josh. We have to tell all the bad stories. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's the strategy. There you go. Right. Exactly. Good deal. Anybody else got any hunting stories before I just take over and actually take the the joke time that I wanted to take? Mm-hmm. My favorite was with uh, was with Matt and Patrick at when it snowed at that at that cove. we were hunting ringnecks in that cove. I don't remember. Oh which yeah, it was when it snowed. Though. Jeff and Jeff and Kelly Carter's birthday. Yeah, I mean, not birthday. <laughs> wedding. Wed. Um, <laughs> wedding day. Yeah, and fun fact: that day was my first wedding anniversary and i was in jeff and kelly's wedding and my wife was in a different wedding on the same day in our anniversary so we actually didn't spend our first That's year anniversary long. together i spent it with you guys my bros but <laughs> with the bros. We, that was that was a lot of fun hunting in the snow and that that was probably one of my least top three if not my favorite yeah, yeah we I'm, wore them out that day too yeah. good times we do kill them i would say like just top two for me really quick would be well that was an awesome fun um, but another one with me, Patrick, I think Stephen Copeland Patrick was with us and Jeff when we hunted. Yeah. Stephen was always the lucky charm, man. Yeah. And like, he was like, we hunted, we hunted on the bank, but we still were sitting in the water and like he brought, he just wore boots, like not waders <laughs> and, and like basically <laughs> like, yeah. And it's like, you know, below freezing out. And anyway, he, his feet, I don't know how they didn't get frostbite, 
But um, yeah, we wore them out there. Oh, we got a limited canvas bag. We got over limit, and we had to eat some. Whoa, Man, whoa! Was, don't be publishing that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we shot into them, and we didn't know how many we got. But man, they were so good. We we grilled, we cooked a couple there, but no, we hit, we killed our limit of all four. And then Stephen never hunted again. I'm like, well, if you don't like that, you might as well. Um, it's like for you. Yeah. And then my other. Yeah. One, well, what it is is he just had the best hunt ever. He's like, okay, sweet, that was fun. Let me try some out. <laughs> the other one was like pretty recent. Me and Jeff went, but that was with like one of Nala's like first retrieves, like long retrieves like consistently so that was pretty cool like seeing her work probably the first time and get some ducks she she got one she did one while well, her first she was me and grant we hunted we hunted a wood duck hole and that was a good hunt too i mean it was not a good hunt but it was a cool cool retrieve but that, yeah that was i got on a good hunt with grant and i went up shingto and we just made it on the island they were about they closed the island like literally we got there late late we got there like you know, two o'clock in the morning and they closed the island at 5 a.m., right? Because a big blizzard rolled through and we went out. Mm. We got there too and slept for like maybe until sunrise at six and then went out with DK and Sonny and mm. limited out four man limit and pintails and black ducks and stuff. And man, it was awesome. Mainly because it's like the crew was just such a nice crew, like me and Grant, you know, hunting together, which didn't happen as much of the time because I was living out of town and then being there with DK and with Sonny. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Snow falling down, you know, just really cool. So we went, we hunted three days. Grant left, no, that was another time I went back, but we hunted three days and I mean, every day it was just, it was just like fish in a barrel because that refuge is frozen over. So we just, we just wore them out. Yeah, we had a good one up there. Me and Derek and Joey. Mm -hmm. So, all right, Josh. Yeah. I mean, no, it's fine. Now, do your joke. No, it's fine. We fine. left you three minutes. Three oh, whole thank minutes. You guys. Give him five. I mean, give him five. We're nothing if not generous. <laughs> yeah. I. You know, I mean, it's okay. Uh, you know, not many people put them in this 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 week. I mean, we have good weeks and we have off weeks. Uh-huh. This week's an off week. Just so y'all know, we had Come two on. submissions. Two. Two. And, yeah, I mean, like, anything could have won. And as a matter of fact, <laughs> guess what? Guess what? what? Both of them just won. Okay, that's what we're going to do. I mean, since both of, both just won. I mean, because why not? I mean, with two. Uh, this week's prize, what is a Amazon Echo Flex? Okay, I don't know if you guys have, you do the whole Alexa, da-da-da. Yeah. Um, but, like, we... We have a few smart plugs and a few smart bulbs and that kind of stuff here at the house. And the smart plug, my sister did last year where she used to say, Alexa, Merry Christmas. And it's on a routine to where, like, everything that you, you've set up to be part of your Christmas is, like, comes on. You know, it, it switches on at that time. Which, of course, when we took down our Halloween uh, decorations um, on uh, this weekend, um we had to subsequently start putting up Christmas stuff, which we just skipped over Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, man, um, I understand that. <laughs> but, but it's 2020. It's been a year. Two two months of Christmas cheer will be okay. We need it. <laughs> so, like, we're, we're cool with that. We I got the uh, the Christmas tree up and rolling, um, and I got Alexa. If you say Alexa, Merry Christmas, you know, it pops on the, all the Christmas lights and stuff. So uh, we're pretty excited about that. But if you don't have Alexa, I mean, like, Alexa, what's the weather going to be like today? I mean, that, that's how I start my mornings, you know, um, especially right now where it's like freezing cold or scorching hot and you don't know the two. Um, so like this morning was like 37 in Durham, like crazy. Anyway, so this Echo Flex is a mini smart speaker that just plugs into your outlet, but like just stays on the outlet. It's not like a, a, a dot or a, um, a studio or anything like that. Um, but you, you can still ask it all your Alexa questions. You can actually ask Alexa to tell you a joke, okay? So maybe somebody does that and um, and then, you know, win something else. But, um, I mean, just there's, there's any joke, really, we're just, we're glad. I mean, like, like some of these jokes, I get jokes sent to me every day. Like, how how do dogs like their eggs cooked? You know that one? Oh. Pooched. 
How? You're like I'm pooched. That's funny. Do you know uh, this, this generation? I get confused with Generation A, uh, Gen Gen B, Gen X. You know? Do you know what Generation Forrest Gump's son belongs to? Forrest Gump's hey, son what? belongs to Gen, Gen A. A. <laughs> Gen A. <laughs> That's yeah, a good one. Do you, you know what you call a a broken square? Broken square. That's called a rectangle. <laughs> uh, do you guys you guys know? Um, do you guys know how dog catchers get paid? No. Nah. They get paid by the pound. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, by the pound. Yes, that's how they get paid. Uh, my boss is frustrated that I'm only ever sick on work days. But I told him it's because I have a weakened immune system. <laughs> uh, weakened <laughs> immune system. And then, um, do you all know, did y'all know, you know why the double agent crossed the road? Why? I don't. Actually, he was actually never on your side. <laughs> and then uh, Rainy in uh, James Island, South Carolina, writes in old faithful Rainy. What do you call a coffee robbery? I don't know. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, mugging. Uh, yeah. I'm mugging. Mugging. Rainy, hold it down. And then, and then this one. Which Mr. Joey listener, in Norfolk, Virginia, first time, first time writing in, yeah, <laughs> he will be very, very happy that he was one of two. And I was like, dude, just glad that you guys sent stuff in because you guys know the attic. Uh, um, I think you guys know it. Why did the Scarecrow win an award? I don't know. It's because he was outstanding in his field. Uh, uh, <laughs> he tried to get some insider trading on me today, like, hey man, make sure I win, you know. Make I mean, sure you I know, make sure I win. Miss yeah. What is it? Uh, Jacob Jacob in Georgia, the, the cobbler, um, he actually wrote in and said he did finally receive um his gaming system. He is going to hook it up and let us know how that works. The however nice. many 30 games in one or whatever review. it was and he i don't know if you remember or not but whenever he wrote in he did it differently like he's like well i already know i'm not gonna win if like basically if one of our spouses have put in jokes like kind of like basically uh, testing uh, or you know kind of like saying hey prove uh, me wrong that somebody that's not a spouse will win i mean that that worked pretty good because i was like spouses aren't gonna win you know, and then he won. So everybody, you can try your own angle, everybody. But the one, the main thing is get your jokes in. Speak as you're moved at gmail.com. It's really easy and you win free stuff. I mean, like people every day out there, I realize like you can go into gas station stuff. They will play the lottery and the chances of them winning are something crazy. Like if you really sat down and logically thought about it, you would never play, right? This is like one in ten chances, guys. I mean, it's like too it doesn't easy. cost anything either. It doesn't cost nothing. Like you're not even putting in money to play. <laughs> you don't even. I mean, like I probably half these people don't even listen to the show. I mean, they just they've heard like, hey, if I send this in, I might win. So like, you don't even have to give us your time. Just like I mean, just like a little text or email, like with a joke. That's not even your joke. It's one you Googled. I mean, but if it makes us chuckle more than the other ones, you've won. You get a so, prize. And I have heard some a little a little hater rate on some of the prizes. Like some of the stuff I love, like the motion detector toilet light is one of my favorite ones ever. Heard that wasn't some people that they're not a fan. Well that's okay. Love Play it. again and probably win something else. Yeah. They're so, so great. I mean, they got yeah. their money's worth. You, I mean you yeah, you can return it. You can return it. It'll hit my account, okay? So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Becca is a anyway. fan of the motion detector. Oh, yeah. Big fan. I love it. Oh, so. That's awesome. <sighs> so, anyway, um, just got heard from one of the listeners that won that they don't have an Amazon Flex. And uh, so they're pretty excited. They actually said that I can just give it to the other one to help out. I'm like, no, no, no. Y'all wrote in. Y'all are winning, okay? And um, 
Plus, they're on sale right now. They're 60% off. So mm. if you go to Amazon, I mean, we're not sponsored by Amazon, but if we were, I'd, I'd you know, we'd put the link on our website or something. But. Come on, Jeff. Hint, hint. I know. Bezos, you've got like 190 mil a bill. I mean, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with a B. Hook a brother up. But uh, anyway, guys, well, I do appreciate everybody that did tune in and tune in live. We had some first time live listeners as well. Um, yeah. Shout out to Brooks and Augusta for listening live. It's a different experience whenever you know that whatever's going on is going on right now. And you actually can influence it by writing in and telling us to, you know, stop talking about that or, you know, tell more about this. And, and we will try to oblige. So, um, you guys, thank you all for sending in any of the dad jokes you did. Um, but uh, at this time, I mean, anybody else got anything else before we, uh, I mean, just please be in prayer for our, our country. It's going to be crazy. I mean, I don't think it'll be as crazy if one candidate wins, but they're boarding up all kind of stuff and, and glass and everything else in case the other candidate or the incumbent uh, went, went anyway. So, yeah. So, uh, be in prayer for our, our country, for sure. But um, Anybody got anything else before we, uh, we sign off? No. Just keep sending us some topic suggestions. Thank you, Brooks and J- or Jacob. He sent one in. We'll get to it at some point. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank y'all again. Tune in next week at 8.30 p.m. Monday night for another edition of Speak As You're Moved. And be sure to, to email us or, or follow us on Instagram or Facebook. All Speak As You're Moved. But, all right, man. Well, of course, we'll always close with prayer. Um, Matt, would you, uh, would you take us out? Lord, we thank you for the opportunity we've had here tonight, Lord. We, we thank you for the fellowship one with another, Lord. We um, we thank you for the friendships that we've uh, forged um, through you, Lord. Um, it's by your spirit and by your guidance, Lord, that's um, you bless us with these uh, friendships of these four these four guys, Lord. And we I thank you for that. Um, Lord, I ask that you just um, be in the midst of us in our day-to-day lives as we um, go out to the workplaces, um, as we're Husbands and fathers, Lord, we can just reach for your strength, Lord, and go go to your word for guidance. Lord, we just want to be pointing others to Christ. Lord, let this let this show do the same, Lord, as we um, give advice, um, give instruction, Lord, that we, we've learned or has been taught that, that God has reached down and, and touched our heart, Lord, that we can help someone um, along the way, Lord. Lord, again, just we thank you so much for this day. We um, <clears throat> We thank you for the Bless them sanctification that is um, indwelling the Holy Spirit in our hearts, Lord, today, Lord, um, that's keeping us, Lord. We just want to lift that up, Lord, and, and lift your name up in all we do. We ask this in your name. Amen. 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 Thanks, man. Yes, See y'all next week. Oh, who did that? <laughs> all right. Bye. Y'all have a good night. See you. All right, guys. Hey,